Welcome to the Rugby League Ratings Report. I am your host, Oliver, from Rugby League, in my opinion. It is Monday, the 6th of March, 2023. The first round of the 2023 NRL season is in the books, which means this week is our first ratings report for the NRL season. We're going to go through every single game, take a look at the ratings and attendance, and discuss certain things. Well, it was a pretty positive week in terms of the attendance, but ratings in a couple of areas were disappointing. We're going to kick things off with the first game of the season, the Melbourne Storm heading to Parramatta to take on the Eels. Now, this one is a bit of a letdown for a reason, but first let's go through and read the stats On free-to-air, so Channel 9, 455,000 people tuned in. On Fox, 314,000, an overall rating of 769,000 viewers for this game, and the attendance, 17,301. Now, a bit of a letdown in both the ratings and attendance aspects because... Compared to last year, the ratings for the first game of the season are down. Take a think back if you're a returning listener to a couple of weeks ago when we did a review of the 2022 NRL season's ratings. One of the top viewed games, I believe, for was it Channel 9 or Fox off the top of my head, was that first game between the Panthers and the Seagulls. That got over 600,000 views on, I think it was, was it Channel 9 or was it Fox? Uh, Off the top of my head, though, it was one of the networks. Ivan 9 or Fox League got over 600,000 viewers alone. Overall here, 769,000. So about 100,000 more overall viewers than viewers on one network last year for the opening game of the NRL season. And the attendance as well, 17,301 at Combank Stadium. For the opening game of the year, these two teams, of course, you remember back to the last round of 2022 where the Eels beat the Storm to finish in the top four. There's that animosity there. Still two probably consistent finals teams. These two teams should be there in September. It's a big draw, you would think. However, 17,301 in a stadium that fits around 30,000. Think back to 2020. The opening game of the NRL season, the Parramatta Eels and the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs drew, I believe, over 21,000 to that game. So maybe there's the the Sydney element there with Melbourne coming from out of town, not as many travelling supporters there. So a little bit of a letdown, but look, a solid start to the round and a solid start to the season. But now we get to the letdown of the round Again, in multiple aspects, we've got the Warriors versus the Knights only. Fox exclusive this game. Kickoff at 6 p.m. on Friday. And we're soon going to find out, and I'm going to be interesting, interested to see throughout the year, which time slot really is the graveyard time slot. Is it 6 p.m. Friday? Is it 3 p.m. Saturday? 
or is it 6 p.m. Sunday, which I believe after a few rounds will become that 2 p.m. Sunday slot. But I think it could be this one here because the viewership, 182,000 on Fox. Now, we've got to take a couple of things into consideration as well. There are other games here who will have their viewership inflated because it's the second game of the night or the third game. So there are people who viewed a game beforehand who are sort of running over um, and continue to watch a game. And the Warriors versus the Knights pretty much had no lead in. So we have to keep that in mind. But 182,000 overall. And when we even just look at the ratings for the Fox exclusive games, this is a big letdown. The overall attendance as well in Wellington, 16,600. 16,676. Now, there's a point I want to bring up here from this game, and this is the counter-argument to their needing to be a second New Zealand-based team in the NRL. I am a strong advocate against this, especially a team not in Auckland. If you had to have a second New Zealand-based NRL team, you would base them in Auckland, although I, I feel like... If you're a rugby league fan in Auckland, you already support the Warriors, really, right? And from rugby league fans that I know that live in New Zealand, all of them have said the same thing. Other than in Auckland, rugby league is nowhere near big enough to sustain a team. And Wellington has at least proven on this occasion, unfortunately, that they cannot sustain an NRL club. I believe Westpac Stadium, if it's still called that in Wellington, can hold around 50,000 and for a one-off game, they couldn't even draw half that. There would have been plenty of travelling supporters from Auckland as well, I take it. So I think this is a big letdown for anyone who was looking uh, for a second New Zealand-based side in the NRL. It still could happen, but I just do not think it's viable. I still think Perth is probably the best option in terms of the NRL's 18th club, which it is confirmed that... By the end of the decade, there will be an 18th NRL club. Andrew Abdo has confirmed that. But I don't think they should be based in New Zealand. And this game uh, was a letdown in terms of both the ratings and the attendance that it drew. But on to the main event on Friday now. The Panthers hosting the Brisbane Broncos. The defending premiers up against the side that... Everyone talks about it's the Broncos, the big draw overall in the NRL. Let's see how big of a draw they were here. On Channel 9, 389,000 people tuned in, whilst 313,000 people tuned in. On Fox, it was the most viewed program on Foxtel television at all on Friday. So congratulations to the Panthers and Broncos there. The overall viewership was 702,000 with an attendance of 17,125, which could have been a bit bigger, I guess, but most of Panther Stadium, oh, sorry, Blue Bet Stadium was filled. Not too much we can really talk about here, although it will be interesting to see that if Penrith continue to put in performances like that consistently, uh, it will be interesting to see if their attendance starts to drop on to Saturday now, where all three games are, of course, Fox exclusives. We kick off 
at 3 p.m. with the Seagulls and the Bulldogs. Now, keep in mind that the Fox exclusive game on Friday, that Warriors v. Knights game, 182,000 viewers. This game, the Seagulls and Bulldogs, was the next worst with 249,000 viewers. So still a pretty big leap there. An attendance of 17,217 at Four Pines Park, Brookvale Oval. Last season, Manly's attendance was great. They had a real boost in attendance. People coming to the games, especially considering the fact that the Seagulls weren't that great. That seems to be continuing this year. Um, And the Manly fans got their money's worth. An absolutely amazing performance from Daly Cherry Evans in particular with his hat-trick. And the Bulldogs uh, did not really show up there. So this one's probably about expected. Then we go to the Cowboys versus the Raiders now. The Cowboys uh, team kind of under the microscope for a lot of people this year after they surprised the masses by making it to the preliminary final and finishing in the top four in 2022. So the eyes were on the Cowboys here. Of course, versing the Raiders who snuck into the top eight last season too. We had a boost in the ratings, of course. 306,000 people tuned in to this game and 19,855 fans attended. And I believe Queensland Country Bank Stadium holds around 25,000. So a good amount of people going to the game there. Again, sort of what we expected. And they ended up getting a really good game of football when in the early stages it looked like the Cowboys were going to absolutely blow out the Raiders On to the main event now for Saturday, 357,000 people tuned in to see the Rabbitohs defeat the Sharks at Shark Park. And on Saturday, out of any Foxtel show or program, I should say, this was the biggest draw. So congratulations to the Sharks and Rabbitohs there. I feel like for Friday and Saturday, that's probably going to be a theme. Um... Although when the AFL is on, we do need to take into account the AFL and see if the AFL outdraws the NRL. And that's interesting as well because I want to note so many people say the AFL's attendance is better than the NRL's, yeah, but the NRL does better in the ratings. I'm not actually sure about that. I haven't really looked into it. So it will be interesting to see when the AFL comes back, I believe it's next week, uh, if the NRL, at least on Friday and Saturday nights, can continue to have one of their games be the most viewed on Fox. But on to Sunday now, and it was the debut of the Dolphins in the NRL. This one, of course, on both Channel 9 and Fox. On Channel 9, 371,000 people tuned in, whilst on Fox, 330,000 people tuned in. 701,000 people overall. Of course, all these numbers are rounded, but very close very close between the free-to-air and Fox programming in terms of viewership. And if we look at the Panthers v Broncos, it wasn't that far off either. There was a sizable gap in the Eels-Storm game. But that's interesting because I would have thought that the gap would be much larger between people watching on Channel 9 and people watching on Fox because more people have access to Channel 9. However, maybe it is just that Thursday night game that people, the the big marquee game of the week, right? The Thursday night game, or you could argue the Friday night game, but it's usually that Thursday game. um, That might be where we see that bit of a gap, but we don't see it here with the Dolphins and the Roosters. As I said, overall, 701,000 
fans tuned in to watch that game live as the Dolphins got the big upset over the Roosters. How many people were actually at the game, though? 32,177 fans. The best attend, well, the highest attendance of the weekend to see the Dolphins make their debut. A huge success for the Dolphins. A good crowd as well. Of course, that's above the average that the Broncos have been getting in recent years. They have been getting around that 28 to 29,000 mark. They were up about a decade ago. They were at about 35,000 on average per game. That's obviously gone down a bit with Brisbane's form, but. Solid attendance from the Dolphins here. Obviously, the whole reason why we got a 17th team is so that the NRL had a second team playing out of Suncorp Stadium because the idea was Brisbane draws a huge crowd every two weeks to Suncorp Stadium, but the NRL wanted that attendance boost every week at Suncorp. It's doing well so far. Let's see if the Dolphins can keep it up. I'm sure they will if they can keep up this form, but I'm not sure they will actually keep the form. So... That's something to keep an eye on. But the final game of the round, we had the Tigers going up against the Titans. Of course, this one was a Fox exclusive as well. 303,000 people tuning in. So again, you go back to that, what, 182,000 for the Warriors and Knights as a Fox exclusive game. Now you go to the Tigers and Titans, two teams who are probably around the same level as those other two clubs, at least they were last season, it was, it, well, in these two games we had last year's bottom four. And the Titans and Tigers outdrew the Warriors and Knights by a lot. Maybe there's a Tigers factor there because I know the Tigers do very well in the ratings and do get a lot of support. Speaking of, 14,667 fans at Leichhardt Oval to see this one. But this is more a reflection, I think, of the, the disappointing ratings and attendance for the Warriors and Knights game. Now, before we finish off, we've got a couple more things to cover, one of which is going to be our drawer of the week and our flop of the week. So each week I'm going to go through after we go through the ratings and pick out a game that was the draw of the week and the flop of the week. Now the draw of the week and the flop of the week don't necessarily have to be the games that got the highest attendance or the highest ratings and the lowest attendance and lowest ratings. But as we go on and we get a better idea of the trends, then we can sort of look at games that exceeded our expectations as the draw of the week or went below our expectations as the flop of the week. So uh, first of all, I'll go the flop of the week because it's pretty obvious that the Warriors Knights game a poor turnout at Welling in Wellington, especially when there are talks of possibly a second New Zealand-based NRL team and the ratings. No one really cared enough, unfortunately, to watch this game unless you were a Warriors or a Knights fan, I take it. So definitely the flop of the week there. And the draw of the week, look, I know I sort of bagged it out, but we've got to start with the first game of the season because it was still a solid start. It was just a bit down from last year. So the Eels and Storm game, 769,000 people viewing it overall. And again, still over half the stadium full at Combank there. So we will go with that as our draw of the week. Although I would have been close to maybe going with the Dolphins and the Roosters if maybe the... I'd say if maybe at least the free-to-wear viewership was up a bit more. I would have expected that. 
But before we go, now I don't know if I'm going to be doing this every week, but I'm also interested in the rugby league related shows on Fox League. So I've got a couple of stats here, uh, mainly NRL 360, because I know how people talk about um, the controversial topics and the certain people who are on the shows because they're the draws and they, they get people to watch because people like bagging them out. Now I was very surprised to see the season premiere of NRL 360 on Monday got 28,000 viewers, Tuesday 26,000 viewers and back up to 28,000 viewers on Wednesday night. I thought those numbers would be higher. Interesting to note as well, NRL 360 on Tuesday was outdrawn by the Maddie Johns podcast, which is Maddie Johns and Cooper Cronk pretty much talking and previewing the upcoming games and basically going into talking about strategy and actually really doing a good job of analyzing. You don't see that a lot on these shows because it's more for interest value for the mainstream audience, which uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't get the stuff that they're going into unless you pretty much watch every game every week. Um, but Cooper and Maddie outdrew NRL 360 on Tuesday. So I'm at least going to keep an eye on that for a couple of weeks to see if that's a trend. And also on Thursday, late night with Maddie Johns, 136,000 viewers. The reason why I want to keep an eye on that is to see the flow on from the footy on Thursday night. Of course, big ratings, the big Thursday, the marquee game. Um, obviously, they do well on Channel 9, but also on Fox. And it'll be interesting to see throughout the year how many of those viewers stick around after the game to watch the Maddie Johns show. Well, late night with Maddie Johns. Anyway, that does it for round one. It is in the books. We'll be back next Monday with the Rugby League Ratings Report for round two. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. If you enjoy the podcast, then please tell your friends about it, share it, subscribe, leave five stars, and until next Monday, au revoir.